Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Tuesday morning. So uh, we have a national champion in college basketball, and congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah, they were the consensus favorite to win. They were a four-point pick, and they win by three. (laughs) Go figure, right? It was an interesting psychological game. I think Kansas was the better team, certainly deserved to win it. But you had to wonder at halftime when they were down 40-25, to 25, down by 15 points to North Carolina, which was playing inspired basketball. But Kansas made a great comeback in the second half, made a few key adjustments. But, Mike, it was a game of psychology more than anything else. When the Jayhawks got off to that very big early lead, I think subconsciously, now this is not, this is not a thought process that immediately hit them, but subconsciously they said, hey, we did this against Villanova and blew them out. We're going to do the same thing against North Carolina, and it didn't work. So when the Tar Heels came back, Kansas began to press. Uh, by that, I mean they were they were forcing their shots. They were shots that they should have made and didn't. They hit off the rim. They hit off the backboard. They were missing on defense. They were out of rhythm big time and down 40 to 25. That's a huge margin in the uh, in a national championship game. Went in. I don't think Self yelled at them at all. Said, "Hey, you got here." We know what we can do. Let's go out and do it. And I think they regained their momentum, regained their poise. They outscored North Carolina in that second half, 47-29. to 29. That was a huge, huge offensive burst by a team that can play that well. Uh, O.J. Agbaji, I think I pronounced that right, from Kansas City. He's a Kansas City uh, Oak Park kid. I was the tournament most valuable player. But there was a very slight adjustment that the Jayhawks made. It was almost imperceptible. But they took their big guy, McCormick, who had been going chest-to-chest with uh, Baycott from North Carolina. These two are buddies. They know each other very well, played on the same AAU team. They were really going after each other in the post. They took McCormick and moved him out by about a half a step or, or one step. And that and Baycott didn't move on defense. That gave McCormick a little bit more room to operate, and he was beginning to score underneath. When he scored, then Okbaji scored. The rest of the the Jayhawks began to get their rhythm back, and when they did, they were awfully tough to stop. One at 72-69, to great basketball game. Kansas deserved that national championship. Absolutely, and it's great for the region and uh, great for Lawrence. And I'm not a Jayhawks fan. I'm a K-State fan, but you know what? Good luck to you guys in uh, the future, but uh, it's nice to have the championship back. They are pretty good. A very good they team. Definitely they definitely are. They have Missourians on the ball club. That's the amazing thing. Akbaji from Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, I know. The Brown kid, Christian Brown, who is their one of their guards, his whole family went to Mizzou. They were the Sam Bodies, who were very b- good basketball players back, oh, maybe 20, 25 years ago. He is the nephew of that group. And then uh, you, just, you just had a whole, well, the Harris kid, who's their point guard, he was a bear for a while mm-hmm. down here. But, hey. That's all the way the way the college basketball works. Now. Uh, big congratulations! I believe we had one person in the building guess Kansas win the whole thing in our brackets. Oh, in your brackets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, congratulations! I think she, I think she guessed it. So, uh, big congratulations to her. Um, and you owe me part of that prize. I don't think anyone really <laughs> won any chocolate chips though last night with that. Uh, them winning by three. Four point spread. Yeah, they won it by three. Yep. All right. So. Um, also, 
I, I thought it was just an incredible NCAA tournament. What'd you think? Well, it was, and there are a number of winners. Uh, we talk about KU. KU's the Division One men's winner. They're the national champs. But in women's basketball, South Carolina won the D1 title. Xavier won the NIT. That's Division One, And South Dakota State won the women's NIT, which is Division One. There are other divisions, two and three. The Division Two men's national champion is Northwest Missouri State from Maryville for the third straight year, and that's unprecedented. The women's D2 national champion was Glenville State from West Virginia. And in Division Three, team from the state of Virginia, who, with whom most people are probably not very familiar, Randolph-Macon College was the winner of the D3 and the winner of the women's D3, Hope College from up in Minnesota. So uh, they are the NCAA winners for this year in basketball. And a to the victors, go the laws. Absolutely. Now, when basketball is coming to an end, or at least college basketball, that means we're pretty close to the NBA playoffs. We're also getting close to the Stanley Cup playoffs. St. Louis Blues got a big win last night, and uh, they are still trailing the Wild by three points. How many games do they have left? They have 11. After last night's game, which was a 5-1 win over the Arizona Coyotes, you know, I can't figure out if they call themselves the Coyotes or the Coyotes. The team up in North Dakota, I beg your pardon, South Dakota, call themselves the Coyotes. Well, regardless. I guess it goal. depends on where you are in the country. <laughs> anyway, they're, Is they're it New Madrid very, or New Madrid? Not very good. Well, it's New, New Madrid. <laughs> I know, New Madrid. I know, I know. The, uh, the hockey team is from Arizona, and they're pretty good. And the Blues beat them last night 5-1. So the Blues are probably not going to challenge for the championship. They have 88 points, but that's a long way to go with 11 games remaining. So they're probably not going to win the division, but they do want that second seed, which would be really, really good. So we'll see what happens. Blues have the 11 remaining, but do get a win 5-1. And uh, they're probably in to the playoffs because in in, in hockey, pretty much everyone gets to go. (laughs) So the end of this week is a big, big day. That almost didn't make it, almost didn't get here. It's a little bit late, but hey, you know what? Just like uh, you picking up your date at the uh, homecoming dance, you still made it. So it's here, opening day. It is going to be one week late, uh, which didn't have to happen, but it has. That's going to be the circumstance. So both the Cardinals and Royals are playing their final exhibition games today. It is all over after today. That's the spring training. They'll take tomorrow off. They break camp and head north. Now, for the Cardinals, it's heading to St. Louis, and for the Royals, it's heading to Kansas City. They both open up at home. The Cardinals will take on the Pittsburgh Pirates on Thursday afternoon. That is their opener. The Cardinals will take Friday off. Now, a lot of teams do this to make allowances for if opening day is rained out or something like that. They have a next day to go back to. The Royals are going to Kansas City, and they'll open up with the Cleveland Guardians. Where has tradition gone? Well, it's gone out the window in this case. This is the Cleveland Indians, folks, and they're now called the Cleveland Guardians. And they're going to be in Kansas City. That's a good opening game for Kansas City because they will be, they being Cleveland, will be a a really tough challenge in the American League Central Division. So will the uh, Royals. They're going to be a pretty good baseball team. So that's a good opening for them. It's also on Thursday. And the season then goes on goes on with the 162 games. There will be be scheduled doubleheaders this year to make up for the games that were scrubbed in the first week. Everybody's going to play 162 games and get paid for it. That part of it is in concrete. 
But did it have to happen? The answer is no, it no, did didn't. And that's still a little bit salty. But you know what? Some good news uh, got announced yesterday that uh, Albert's going to be starting as DH opening day for the Cardinals. You knew that was going to oh, happen. Oh, hell yeah. You knew it was going to happen. The fans are there to see Albert. They won him. And even though it's a right-handed pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and, and folks, the, the Pirates are just awful. They're just not a very good – they're not even a major league team. They're really a triple A. They're building – They've been building for the last. I'm like years. I, every. It seems like every year we bring up the Pirates, and that just gets this look on his face, and he's like, "Oh." Anyway, yeah. Albert will be the starting starting uh, DH, a right-handed batter against a right-handed pitcher. That won't occur very often this season. It'll be used mostly against lefties, but uh, Albert will be in there opening day. Springfield Cardinals, of course, open up on Friday night. They're opening up against the Northwest Arkansas Naturals by Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon looks like a winter. The temperature will be in the 70s. Saturday, a little bit on the cool side. Friday night opener, maybe around freezing. That's going to be cold for baseball. Looks like you're going to have to bust that puppy jacket out one more time. All right, well, before the uh, boys head back up north to get the regular season started, they did play little exhibition baseball yesterday. What were the scores? Mike, both the Cardinals and Royals did play yesterday. This is their penultimate exhibition games. The final ones will be today. Cardinals beat the Washington Nationals 4-3. Cincinnati Reds beat the Royals by a score of 10-8. to Nonetheless, Kansas City's had a very good spring training. They always seem to have a really good spring training and a good start to the year, and then it kind of gets a little muddy after that. Hopefully that's not the case this year for the Royals. All right, um, so we've got, as you mentioned, uh, the Springfield Cardinals opening up on Friday. Um, who are some of the guys we should be watching um, on this year's team? The big one is Jordan Walker, who was the Cardinals' top draft choice two years ago. as a high school kid. He's only 19 years old. He is 6'5", probably about... 225, 230, and he is a blaster. He's the big bopper that the Cardinals have been looking for. Home run hitter, the St. Louis Cardinals, that is. And he has a lot of lot of upside to his game. They drafted him out of high school. He went right away to the minor leagues, went to low A, and low A is now Jupiter, Florida. It didn't used to be, but it is now. And at high A is Peoria. And he was up in Peoria last year. Didn't hit great, but did hit enough so the Cardinals want to boost him up a little bit. At 19, this is your formative years. Where were you? We all at 19? I don't even know where I I can't even. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about it where I was at 19 right now. Here, this kid will be in Springfield. He is one of them. There are a number of, I won't say a good number, but several holdovers from last year who are still here. And it's going to be an interesting mix of players. I know Coach LaHare is, or Manager LaHare, is a very high on his team. He thinks they can play. And when you have a big slugger in there like Jordan Walker, that, that makes a big difference in your lineup in minor league baseball and in any lineup. And it makes it exciting for the fans especially. So uh, keep an eye on those guys. And I think it's going to be a great season, Ned. You have a wonderful Tuesday, and I will see you tomorrow, sir.